If you know of an interesting person or story that needs to be told, please reach out to me at detoxpodcast at gmail.com. That's D-T-A-L-K-S podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at detoxpodcast or visit detoxpodcast.com. Also, be sure to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes if you like the show. It only takes a few seconds and it really helps us out. Link is in the show notes. Finally, thanks for listening. Please come back next week when we'll have another interesting conversation. And special thanks to my producers, Ben Lawant and Galan Aldaco. Without your help and support, this show wouldn't be possible. Thanks so much, guys. Detox is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Detox Podcast, a parenting podcast where you can detox from the world around you and get a window into how other people live their lives. I'm your host, Joe Shaw, and on today's episode, I am pretty excited to introduce to you the man, the myth, and some might even say the legend, Jason Creedman. Creedman, is that correct? Uh, It's Creedman, but close enough. Creedman. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Throughout uh, throughout school, my nickname was Creed, so it's, well, it's perfectly all acceptable. right. Well, I was told I would have Creedman, so this is already off to a terrible start. No, I'm just kidding. Jason Creedman <laughs> of DadUniversity.com. Jason, how are you doing today? Doing great. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me on. Of course, I'm super excited to dig in. We've got a bunch of interesting. I love that topics. intro too, by the way. I mean, oh, myth you. and legend. Nobody nobody ever <laughs> says that. So <laughs> well, there I we appreciate go. that. Well, uh, first, <laughs> once again, here at the Detox Podcast. Um, but uh, before we dive in, one something I want to do for uh, the listeners, as you may have noticed, we've done we've taken a couple of weeks off and I've also done some detox rewind episodes as well, uh, specifically with Juan Vidal, author of Rap Dad. And the reason for that is because I've been hard at work on another podcast project that I want all of you to go subscribe to. It's called After the Encore. It's a music podcast that explores what goes on with your favorite artists after the encore. I'm connecting you to the magic of them who they are, why they do what they do, why are they drawn to music, and how do they quantify success. Each season of the podcast will be themed around a specific topic or question, and all of the episodes will drop at once. Season one will have already dropped by this point, and by the time you're listening to it, it dropped on Friday, August 30th, so go listen to it on your favorite podcast catcher, and subscribe, rate, review, whatever you want. But it this season is centered around Texas artists and the eclectic mix of sounds and artists that come from Texas. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I've got Todd Pipes, lead singer of, Bre- of Deep Blue Something that created the hit Breakfast at Tiffany's. I've got the blues musician, Reverend Sean Amos. He's the son of famous Amos the Cookie Guy. And a lot of really awesome artists that I know you're going to fall in love with. And if you like the season and you like the show, I've created a public Spotify playlist called After the Encore, Music from Volume 1, The Stars at Night. You can go follow that and you can listen to all of the music as it appears in the podcast in order with the artist and then go fall in love with these artists just like I did. I think you're really going to enjoy it. So that's my plug for that. We've got that out of the way. Whew. Okay. So now I want... Sounds cool. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jason. I appreciate it. So now I want to ask you, Jason, a question I like to ask every dad that comes on the show. What do you think makes a good dad? There's uh, there's a lot of things. I, I actually created a fatherhood formula, which mm. which goes over seven seven different things. But um, I, I think the biggest thing is, you know, being being present, um, 
you know, I talk about, you know, the quality of the time versus the quantity of the time, but I, I think there's a handful of things and, you know, I, I think presence is probably one of the biggest things. And, and that doesn't mean you're present. Like I said, you have to be there all the time, but when you right. are, you've got to be engaged. And, you know, that's why, you know, we do these podcasts. That's why we make videos. That's why we produce this content is we want dads to be engaged. And that's, what's really important. I think. Right. I, I think, you know, one of the topics we had discussed covering is, is, I believe you titled it the difficulties of being a dad. And I think so many times, e even though the the stigma around being an involved dad has definitely shifted and it's uh, through people like yourself and the Dad 2.0 Summit and a bunch of different uh, great bloggers, videographers, podcasters, etc., speakers out there have shifted the narrative quite a bit over the last several years, specifically in the, in the teens, um, 2010s, etc., but I think still there is that kind of uh, difficulty of trying to push through a lot of these stigmas and, and trying to be an involved dad and trying to take the narrative back a little bit. So if you could kind of speak to maybe what your audience has really, what's been really resonating with them lately and kind of what you've been trying to, to get across with them. Yeah. I, you know, the biggest thing that I've tried to, to, especially, you know, new dads or young fathers is that we've all experienced this stuff, mm -hmm. you know, and that this idea that we are not alone is really important. I mean, it's really important for depression and for anxiety and for all these other things that so many of us deal with that, you know, as let's not even talk about dads. I mean, as men in general, we have a tendency not to talk about things. We right. these things manifest themselves in various ways, whether it be addictions and, and anger and all kinds of stuff. And so this idea that, you know, we can talk about it, we can relate. Um, and, and it's okay to have that kind of conversation. And that's, that's what we're trying to do. And so I, I don't sugarcoat it. I mean, I, you know, the, the idea that like fatherhood is blissful all the time, <laughs> you know, and that it's this just, you know, you're dancing through unicorns and rainbows and stuff. It, it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. You come home from work and your kids run up to you and, and, and hug you. It, it feels really good. Right. But there are those days and the, top, the the idea that it's it's this easy thing and that you're supposed to be having a wonderful time, it, it doesn't happen all the time. It's mm -hmm. just not realistic. In fact, one of my recent videos was like, I'm a new father. Why am I not having fun? Why am I not enjoying this? Right. And that's, I think that's okay. I mean, we all have expectations. We all have you know, what we see other people, you know, on, on social media and, and, and meet in, in, on TV and in movies and mm -hmm. everything else. And the truth is, it's just not realistic. You can't be 100% all the time. And so I, I speak a lot to that. I speak that, that there are difficulties and there are these realities. And so part of it is understanding how to get through that stuff, you know, and call it dad motivation you know, whatever that we, we term it, it, it's really about overcoming and getting through these things because we're all going to experience them. Right. It's not that, you know, it's not that in my house, you know, anger doesn't come up, it does come up, but then how do I deal with it? Right. And those are the kinds of things that I like to talk about. It's like, you know, if it's anger, if it's sadness, if it's anxiety, if it's depression, like we're all going to experience it. So how can we get through these things faster so that they don't affect our lives in the way that they might affect somebody else who's then stuck or going to be down for a while. 
Right. And so that's, that's a lot of what I'm, my narrative is and what I'm trying to teach. And it's just through trial and error. I mean, I, I work hard at this stuff. This is not something that just, you know, some of it, you know, people think just comes naturally, but it's like, I meditate every day. I work out every day and exercise. I eat healthy. It's like, there are things that I do to try to help myself so that I can feel good and be there for my family and do these things. And so it takes effort. It takes a lot of effort. And I think that that's, you know, that's what we're trying to say. And uh, it's not easy. It's not easy at all, you know? Yeah. So I really want to get into your kind of origin story as it relates to, to dad university. And I want you to walk me through what was the, where did the idea for it come from? Why were you passionate about creating it? And then also how it's grown since you've started that. Yeah. So I had my, my children right now are 11. My son is 11 and my daughter is nine and we had just had my daughter. And so we're talking, you know, eight years ago or so. Um, my wife actually had gone to a parenting class and through, it was like through the, my son's preschool. And she's like, Hey, I think you might, you know, benefit from this. I think it's, it was really good. You might want to take it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't need a parenting class. Like my, <laughs> I had great parents, you know, and meanwhile I'm stressing out. I have no idea how to handle my kids. Right. Um, you know, there's all kinds of stuff going on with me <laughs> and I, you know, I'm telling my wife, I don't need this. And so I understand the resistance from men. I mean, I, I was there. And so I, I just, I reluctantly went and I came back and I was joking with her and I said, that was the worst two hours I've ever spent in my life. I want my life back. I want the two hours of my life back. And she looked at me and I was like, I'm just kidding. It, this was amazing. <laughs> like it was the greatest thing that I've ever seen. There's like all these tools on like how to handle these situations. And I'm like, saying to myself, I I can't believe there's actually ways of doing this better than I was thinking I could do it. Right. And so kind of this light bulb went off, of course, and saying, you know, I think there's got to be other dads that are, why, why are there only, and first of all, why are there only women in this class? Right. This is, it's like all full of women. And, and so I, I started a meetup group and that's actually how I started locally. I'm in San Diego and I started a meetup group. And at the time it was, I just, I thought of a name, it was called dudes to dads. And, um, mm-hmm. I, I just thought it was this idea of like, you know, I'm, I'm a guy, I don't understand this transition into like married and kid life. I'm an entrepreneur. So I like, my business is really important to me, but how do I balance this stuff? It was just all this stuff going on. Right. And so I, I started, you know, one person that I was like a friend of mine came to the group and then another person came and then, you know, so five people were there and then all of a sudden like it would ebb and flow and stuff. And I was like, I need more than this. Like, so I did that for a couple of years actually. And pretty consistent, um, where I was just feedback with, with other guys in the area. And, um, I then was, uh, working with, um, who's now my co-host Alan, uh, we were doing some work together and he had a podcast on internet marketing, which I had, I've been doing for years I went on there, really enjoyed it. He's like, man, why don't you take this dudes to dads like to a podcast? That seems like it'd be great. Like it's needed, you know? And he's like, I'll help you technically. And we'll, you know, we'll do that. So we started that. We started doing that weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that started working. I started getting a little bit more reach. There was a couple things where I was asked to like speak. And I was like, this is really interesting. And then the real impetus, and I, and I should 
crawl back a little bit, but <laughs> the, the other thing that went on was my mother passed away. And that's, oh, okay. that was, and that I was going through grief counseling to kind of mm. forget this part, but I was going through grief counseling and it was my grief counselor who said, start the meetup because I had talked about it. Okay. And so he was also like, you know what, do this, this is going to be good for you. And my mother was an author and seminar speaker on relationships. And so, I mean, I grew up in the self-help world. And so, you know, the motivational stuff, all that was very familiar with me. You know, it's like, you know, motivational tapes. I had like Tony Robbins tapes when I was in junior high, you know, um, I was the only kid, you know, sporting a junior, you know, everyone's listening to Metallica and I got Tony Robbins in my walk. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. So I, you know, this was, this was just all kind of coming together. And I, so I did the podcast for a long time. And then I just said, I felt like there was just still more to do and it started resonating. I, I acquired the name dad university and I thought, you know, this is bigger than just like the transition from a dude to a dad. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's a lot more here. And so that's when I started and I built the website, I started doing YouTube videos and then, you know, I've just, it's been a passion now that I, you know, I'm here late at night recording, you know, right, right. and, and it's, yeah, and it's grown. And so like you've mentioned the dad 2.0 conference and like now meeting this, this network of dad influencers who are doing this stuff, it's just been really rewarding. Um, you know, the videos are starting to get traction and my, you know, subscribers and things like that. And it's just, it's really, really been interesting for me and, and, and fun too. I mean, it's fun because it's a whole new world just from a business side, like, because there actually is a business here. Right. Um, you know, potentially. And so that part I'm also looking at, um, I'm not in a hurry, uh, because I, you know, the integrity of it, but, um, but it's, it's going really well and I'm pushing out a lot of content and I have an assistant and designers and I'm investing in it too. You know, that's the other part. Um, for me, it's, it's, it's building this brand and building this awareness and helping people. And the, 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 the reward has been awesome. Yeah. You know, just the intrinsic reward of getting comments of, wow, this is so helpful. And you really impacted my life. And, you know, I mean, hearing these dads say this and quite frankly, from all over the world, Yeah. you know, and that's, what's really cool. And, and you know, kind of the ethnocentricity, I don't know that word, ethnocentricity <laughs> that we are thinking like, oh, I'm in the U.S. And that, but I mean, this world is so big and the right. need is so big that um, I've got plenty of work to do. Like yeah. there's an endless amount of work. And uh, so I, I just I'm feeling it in my heart and my soul that like this is what I was destined to do. That's really yeah. after my mom passed. I, I just, I felt it. I was like, you know, she did personal relationships and I said, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not interested in that per se. I, some of that stuff is weaves itself in. Right. Um, but I felt how this stuff impacted me, my wife, my kids, all this mindfulness, all of this stuff was just really improving my quality of life. Yeah. And you know, some people might think of it's like their religion, you know, I mean, they, become religious or they become spiritual or they become part of some group. And all of a sudden, like their life feels really enhanced. And that's kind of how I felt with this. Like all of a sudden I'm arguing less, I'm yelling less. I'm my mood swings are less. And like all of these things kind of coming around and it just, it was incredible, you know? And, and so I just knew that this was the path. And so 
short story long. That's, that's, that's what it was. <laughs> that's awesome. What has been, uh, what I really, really enjoy is hearing everybody talk about their, their kind of journeys to, um, uh, you know, like really, uh, having something to say because everybody kind of came to the, this community of dads by the idea of like, there's not really anything out there. Let me kind of start this. And so I love your story and I want to know what has been something that's been really impactful for you that you've learned through this whole experience. Um, well, I, I, I mean, I've definitely learned, I mean, just well, the marketing side of it of like new dads and their need for information, which lends me to believe that the prior generation did nothing to help them. You know, we have these 20 something year old kids who are having children who have no idea about anything. And I am like their dad in a lot of sense. And I am acting as their dad and I love it because, you know, if I could reach out and hug them, I would do it. Um, I'd love to see these people in person and be able to, you know, uh, connect with them. But that's the kind of feedback I'm getting. And so right. that feels really good because, I, you know, I did have really what I would consider good parents, close parents. I was really connected to mine, you know, and, and we had a great immediate circle in my family. We're all really close. And so having that, I just I, I kind of wish that for everybody. But right. at the same time, not everybody has it. And then so what you know, what can we do to try to help that? And like I said, going back, it's just these people realizing that they're not alone. They can get support. They can. Yep. There are people out there who care. Um, and that's it, it's you know, it's this thing. It's like it, it is kind of selfish because helping other people makes you feel good. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, it's a weird thing because we think helping ourselves is what does it. And, and, you know, and I love the fact that I've been marketing for 20 something years and I help clients and they make money and all this stuff. But like. I tell you, there is nothing like just these comments I got over the weekend where the guy said, I, I can't believe how helpful your videos are. Wow. Like, I am so happy I found this channel or I'm in, you know, I'm in the labor delivery room right now. Oh, wow. And this video is so, you know, so good. Oh, that's like, awesome. And that's, that's just, it's, it is, it is really, really cool. And so that's what fuels me to do this. It's just you know, it, um, it really, it really feels good. And yeah. that's what I, I get something out of it. Absolutely. And I think one of the, the biggest things I've really been pushing for kind of at, towards the, the rest of this year, and then also, uh, heading into 2020 has been the idea of, you know, to your point, we're not alone. You always have another support group or somebody else out there. And it can be really difficult for dads to speak up. I think traditionally as men, you know, I think that this is the stigma starting to change, but I think to your point, traditionally, we've been taught to be strong, be brave, um, don't show emotion, keep it inside, whatever. And so then it becomes a point where when dads are struggling with maybe some depression, whether it be postpartum related or just general parenting depression, they don't know where to turn. And I think we're starting to create this environment to foster it, to say, it's okay to speak up, ask for help, talk through your feelings and your emotions. But I think it's very difficult. And I want to know what, what has been some of your advice that you've given to people that may have reached out to you kind of at a moment of, of crisis, so to speak. Or just a moment of need. Yeah, I, 
I, I, it's, it's kind of that, you know, empathy is the number one thing I sure. preach all the time, you know, I mean, it, and that, that's always is to, to listen, you know, and cause it, I don't always have to give advice or, you know, a lot of the time it is just the fact that somebody is listening right? and that alone can f- then make them feel like they're not alone. I mean, it's like someone who's on the brink of anything that's really, really serious. It's like they feel alone mm-hmm. and when you can just be there, I mean, sometimes if, you know, if it's in person, it's just like giving the person a hug, right? you know, or shaking their hand or, you know, whatever. Sometimes you don't have to say anything. It's, and so online, a lot of times it's like, wow, man, that is just, that, that's a lot to go through. Like, I'm sorry that you're going through that. That's gotta be difficult. Right. That alone, they, they've probably haven't heard that. Yeah. You know, their, their, their parents aren't empathetic. The rest of their family's not empathetic. They they sort of feel like they're just on this journey by themselves. Right. Um, so a lot of times I I don't have to feel like I have to solve the problem. Right. You know it, and and a lot of times I can't. I mean it's more than just something like I can give them a you know 180 characters and it solves their issue. Right. Um, yeah. You know that that's a hard thing to do. There's so much context. Um, and then a lot of it too. I you know I will say when it comes to men it's owning up to the problem, you yeah. know, like, um, I, Definitely. It, it, it amazes me, you know, and, and if, if like, here's an example, like if you ask anyone that you know that is divorced or getting divorced or, or such, if you ask it, and this is probably men or women, but you ask them, so, so what happened? How many of them would say, well, I did this and it was, I blah, blah, blah. It's, yeah. At least for me, I've always heard, <laughs> yeah. well, she, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I couldn't deal with her, blah, blah, blah. You know, right, it's right, 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 right. It's always blaming right. the other person. Yes, yeah. And yep. that is something that I just, I see all the time. And so when it comes to the children, it's the same thing. Well, my child does this, or my, you know, I, my kid the other day was doing, like, well, why do you think your child does that? Right. You know, our, our children's behavior from zero to eight to nine is our fault. Right. You know, right. <laughs> that's a good it, way of putting it. it. Is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's the same thing. It's like, we have to take responsibility for that and, you know, and good or bad. I mean, my kids do something wrong or bad. It's because either they haven't been taught what's right or I haven't shown them the right way or, right. you know, and I have, to, it's not 100% on me, but it, you know, and my wife, but it's, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a very large percentage because, we are responsible for them and, and it's monkey see monkey do and all right. that stuff. So I, I think to answer that question, I mean, it's <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, there's so many different aspects, but for, for, for most people who are really desperate, it, it's not even giving them the advice. It's, um, you know, and a lot of people online, you find extremes, you know, so yeah. like yeah, that's true. I, did, I did a video on like unplanned pregnancy and, and it's get, it gets a lot of traction because there's a lot of people online looking, you know, they, they made a mistake or that it's not something that they wanted or they're, they're with a partner that they didn't think that they wanted to be with for mm-hmm. the rest of their lives, mm-hmm. but they're going to have a kid now. I mean, there's all kinds of those situations sure. and they're reaching out. And so. You know, and I don't necessarily, I, I'm not an expert in those areas, but what I do treat it as is if it was my kid coming to me with that or, you know, how I always ask, that, it's like, what would I do if my child or my best friend came to me right. with this situation? Um, you know, what would I, what advice would I give them? Right. You know, and, and it usually, you know, most people are pretty grateful for that. They, 
thank you. You know, I appreciate it. Or thanks for taking the time, you know, cause I right. actually do respond to as much as I can, you know? Right. I want to know, um, what has been, hmm, maybe this is a good question. What has been some of the most interesting trends that you've seen your subscribers or the people that follow you and interact with you, what has been something that you've kind of seen tick upwards towards the end of this year? And what do you kind of envision for your brand and also for the advice that you're going to kind of structure uh, moving forward to next year? Well, I've definitely found this niche of new dads. Sure. Um, and, and that, you know, that has to do with the platform, whereas like YouTube is right. a little bit, you know, skews a little bit that way. People are looking for information, whereas I haven't been as active on Facebook. I haven't really pursued that as much. And people aren't looking for advice. I mean, they are in groups and things, but as far as postings, yeah, you know, they are, it, it's, it, that's more, you know, like life stuff, humor. And that's, I don't do a lot of that right now. Um, you know, my, my, the stuff that I'm putting out is mostly serious. Yeah. You know, it's not dad jokes. It's not that kind of stuff. And so, it's, it's pretty serious stuff. And so the platform matters. So what I'm seeing is people are just more receptive to it. The younger dads, I see more and more younger dads coming, but I think that also has to do with the platforms. Sure. You know, um, and, and as far as where I'm going with it, I, you know, even from the business standpoint is it's reaching, it's reaching a broader audience and maybe with serious topics, but delivered to them in a non-serious manner if that okay. kind of makes sense yeah 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 like i'm not you know that's why i said like you know the, the 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 typical dad joke um you know but maybe i could deliver something about empathy in a comic strip sure <laughs> you know right. yeah, yeah yeah um or i could make a funny video or even a more dramatic video so, you know, those are the kinds of things where as a marketer, I'm looking at it's, it's like, I want to provide this information, but I'm also a search expert. That's like my background. Okay. And so I, I look at what are people demanding and what are people searching for? Well, there's not a lot of dads looking for this information. Yeah. So it's not that they don't need it. Um, but the dads that are looking have a tendency to be newer dads and, you know, first time stuff and extreme situation, or they're looking very tactical, like, how do you change a diaper? How do you uh, birth sure. a baby? Right. You know, they're not looking for how do I deploy empathy with my seven year old? Right. You know, that's <laughs> right, like, right, right. Or, you know, it, it, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's I, I wouldn't say they're not looking at all, but it's, it's definitely the demand is low. Right, right. They're you looking know? more for um, either first time stuff. I don't know what I'm getting into or, or it's the approach of, I have a situation I need to answer. I need to see how to get from A to B. Yeah. Men are tactical. It's like, right. you know, how do I do the diaper? It's like, well, you'll be a diaper expert after you do it three times. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're worried about like in the labor delivery room, like they're in there and they're worried about those kinds of things. Like, how do you wrap the baby? You know, how do you burp it? How do you change the diaper? Like that stuff, that's the simple stuff, Right. you know, to me, to, to, to somebody who's been through it. Like, right. I'm, I'm not saying it's, it's trivial cause they're, it's important to them. Sure. But for some, a dad who's been through that, as you have, it's, that's the stuff It's like, okay, well, you become an expert at diaper, you know, a couple in, right. but you know, things, things like, you know, explaining grief to your kid or having a sex ed talk or, you know, I mean, those kinds of topics, um, you know, how to teach them manners and 
like those are serious stuff that take time right. and, they, and, and it doesn't happen overnight. Right. And so that's the stuff I, you know, where I'm trying to provide, you know, my own case study right. and my own, my own experience and sometimes failures in that. I mean, there are definitely things that I look back and I wish I would have done a little differently, yep. you know, or started earlier, but I caught it, I think, you know, soon enough where, you know, my kids have learned a lot of this stuff. Right. Um, Definitely. You know, like my, my kids, my kids know what the word emotional intelligence is, you know, and they're nine and 11. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> because it'll be just because they know that I'm dealing with that kind of thing. And sure. So, um, they, they're familiar with those kinds of topics and, yeah. or at least my 11 year old is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. Uh, man, I don't think I knew what emotional intelligence was until I was mm, <laughs> college. Well, I just learned it last year. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So as we are getting into the last segment, uh, I want to ask you one final question. If there is a final piece of advice you could give our listeners, what would it be? Um, just a final piece of advice. Right. Um, wow. I, you know, I, you know, I go back to empathy all the time. Um, you know, for me, learning empathy was the number one thing that changed how I parent. Right. It changed how I have a relationship with my wife. It changed yeah. everything. I mean, even just people that I do business with, um, understanding and putting yourself in other people's shoes and looking at things from their perspective it has to be the single most powerful thing that I've learned over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I would, I would consider myself in my previous years a little bit more selfish, a lot more judgmental. Um, you know, I was, I mean, I still am type a, but I was very business focused, me focused, you know, that was kind of, and, I've learned how to reduce that drastically. So it's not that I still can't care about myself or I'm concerned about things, but really having an honest, you know, conversation with myself and, and, and understanding how I have to look at things from other people's perspective. Right. And I mean, that can come into everything. I mean, it can come into politics. It can come into, you know, religion. It comes into, I mean, you talk about serious st subjects, it's okay for other people to have these opinions right. and, you know, and it's like, just because they have one and you have one doesn't mean you can't be friends. It doesn't mean you can't, you know, so all of these kinds of things for me, I, I just feel like if people were more empathetic, we would have a much calmer world. Yes. You know, um, a lot of the things that are happening in this world are just because people are not tolerant and not understanding the people that are different than themselves. Yeah, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. All right. That for me is probably the biggest thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. We are going to pivot to my favorite segment of the episode. It is the dad joke of the week. And it is a segment where I hurl un. I hurl dad jokes at my unsuspecting guest in an, an, in an attempt to get them to laugh while the audience groans, but I can't hear them. I can only hear my guests, so it works out. Um, but as I like to start every I'm segment, laughing, right? so. yeah. <laughs> as I like to start every dad joke segment, I like to ask my guests and put them on the spot. Jason, do you have any dad jokes you would like to offer up? Oh, wow. No, that is on the spot. <laughs> I'm, I'm, um, yeah, I, I do have one. Okay, so a little kid comes up to the dad and says, hey, dad, you know, can I borrow $50? And the dad says, $40? What do you need $30 for? I don't have $20. <laughs> so how about that? 
<laughs> oh, that's good. I like it. I like it. Uh, mine are not so good tonight, so I'm you know setting the bar low so that way I can hop right over it. Um, but uh, uh, Jason, um, what uh, what happens if you have a bladder infection? What happens if you have a bladder infection? Yes, yes, yes. I don't know what happens if you have a bladder infection. Well, what happens is you're in trouble. <laughs> you're in. See, that's good. Trouble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you getting? Are you getting these from like a dad joke book, or is it? Uh... Well, uh, that one was, but the rest of these are uh, ones that I've uh, gotten off the top of my head. Um, oh, okay. uh, off the top of my head, meaning I jotted them down once and have them in my notebook. I've got two more for you, Jason. Um, I wanted to let you know, uh, I stayed up all night wondering where the sun had gone and then it dawned on me. Then it dawned on me. Got it. Got it. <laughs> all right. Got it, got it. Last one here. Uh, Jason, uh, how does Moses make his coffee? Oh, I feel like I would know that. Mm. Uh, how does Moses make his coffee? He brews it. He brews it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Jason, if our listeners want to follow you and see what you're up to, what is the best way for them to do that? Uh, DadUniversity.com. Uh, we have all our social channels on there. And then our YouTube uh, dad university, everything's we're across all social channels. So anywhere that their favorite platform, whatever their pl favorite platform is, just look for dad. You it's most of it's dad, UNIV or dad university. Perfect. Thank you so much. Well, Jason, we need a hashtag for this episode. Should we go with hashtag dad university? That works. That works. Perfect. I like that. All right. Well, listen, and if anyone has oh, any sure. questions, they can use that hashtag and I will all respond to them. Perfect. How about that? That works. Thanks so much. Uh, well, listeners, we've got more great content coming up next week, so just stick around. Make sure to go subscribe to After the Encore, as I think you will really enjoy it. Please go follow Dad University and get all of the best videos, tips, tricks, advice, etc., etc. And Jason, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. And fun. Uh, thank Thanks you. for having me. Of course. And listeners, until next time, hashtag Dad University and hashtag Be a Better Dad.